Hi. Hello, this sounds like Lori on the line. What a lovely voice to open up this. <laughs> Wait a minute, who's munching there? I hope that's munching the one. Are you, are you, uh... It is I. How rude of me. Hello. <laughs> I thought he was labelating over there, but yo, you keep them sexy ladies out of the house when we're recording with Lori, please. <laughs> I have no ladies. You should know better. Um, okay, so just so that I'm not confused, um, this actually sounds pretty clear. It sounds clearer than when I listen to you guys. It's all the ones doing. He's a very clear individual. <laughs> Usually mine's is the one that sounds like shit, but yeah. It, you know what it is? Honestly, let's be real. Uh, in my experience, the one. Honestly, it's the one initiating the call from from Anchor when doing the record with friends feature. Nice feature. But they're the ones that typically sound a little bit iffy. Because I think their Wi-Fi goes out more often than not. Okay. Well, just let me know when you guys want me to start recording on the alternate audio. Oh, you should have been doing that already, but that's okay. No, let's let's press press the record button as the one says playing the. Oh man, you know what's funny about that, Lori? You know what's funny? I with the eyes. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I, I think I made the call in already to you, the one. But today, we had so we had a little conference thingy at work, meeting people from all around the country. So there are tons of people I speak to on the phone that I never get to see. And I got to see some people, and I will not use names because I know I'll mess up and use real names and, you know, fuck something up. But I met somebody, and, you know, I was like, man, you look a lot different than I expected. <laughs> and they were Did like, you racially yeah. profile them? Tell no, the truth. it was the opposite, actually. Uh, but, but my man was, you know, he was skinny and stuff, but he had this, like, Charlie Manson beard. I was like, oh, damn. I would not talk to you because you look like a serial killer ever. <laughs> and then I just do it on the phone. So yeah, but he was like, Momac, I... I thought you were black. I was like, yes! Yes! I got one! I got one, Duan! I got one! I was very, I was, it was very exciting. Very exciting. You're basically black. There's a lot of people on Anchor that thought you were black, too, apparently. I'm not really black. You know, it's kind of like the ver- reverse of the fried Oreo. I'm like the, the marshmallow, uh, what the fuck would you call it? The Romanian, the car- caramel. You're the Romanian sausage. Well, easy. I was gonna, that's implying a whole lot of other things. I was going to say <laughs> the caramel milk good. <laughs> you know, I know it's like a little controversial with the chicken and the egg thing, but I feel like sometimes people outside of New York might assume that listening to you because I think a lot of lingo gets popularized, like, you know, um, from New York. And then people associate it with, black, quote unquote, black culture when it, I mean, it might be from black culture originally, but maybe it became popularized like whatever through new york culture or something or we all urban, kind of adopt I would just it. say urban because it's probably the same in la you know or like you know urban uh, i mean la Samantha. la motherfuckers have the like hella shit you know what i, I mean know, like i don't we know don't that do. many other <laughs> i don't know but Dewan, i mean come on what's how, how's minnesota deal i mean but is minnesota is because you guys you you was talking about chicago often is that like close by? Sorry, I don't know my geography too well. <laughs> you know, yes, Momac, you are making New Yorkers look so bad right now. But come no, on, it's just me. I'm in my ignorance. That's why I'm asking Dewan. Let's go to le- legit. Come on, Dewan. How close is it? Well, Minnesota, we have no culture. We borrow it from everyone. That's why we're in the Midwest because we kind of in the middle of everything. Yeah, that's all right. But how far away is Chicago? Like, or is it like? Uh, it's a- like about a day drive. Oh, okay. No, that's not close. I'm sorry. All right. Wait, a whole day? Like almost maybe eighteen hours, twenty some hours to drive. I think. 
Damn, man. that's actually farther than I thought. Okay. Yeah, no, see, I'm... you're right, right? So now who's 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 misrepresenting New York? Thanks, Lori. <laughs> Thanks. And you, you guys are spoiled. Y'all that's New York it. is spoiled. You guys have everything. <laughs> you don't need to know culture. You have it. You know <laughs> we don't have wait, wait. We don't have everything, but what we do have is Lori, and we got Lori on the show. Lori, for anybody listening that doesn't know who you are, and I don't know who that is, would you mind doing a little self-introduction? Because I know I'm going to mess something up if I try to do an introduction sure. for you. Do you want the long version or the short version? I want both, but I'll take the short <laughs> if you don't. Let's like do the middle version. Okay. <laughs> so I don't bore everyone. Um, my na- full name is Loretta Chow. I am the founder of a website called thesexreporter.com. Uh, my background's in journalism, and I've decided to quit my former big media job at the Wall Street Journal to devote my coverage to sexuality oh and i also have a podcast which is the reason why we know each other it's called Mm -hmm. insatiable and i do that with smiley who's never on anchor but (laughs) i think is the entertaining half of the podcast insatiable is that right okay okay so can i ask you a question how'd you meet smiley uh do you really want to know the truth that's a that's actually i don't think we've ever said that publicly do you want not to tell the truth? I mean, I mean, I don't care. I'm an open book. I don't know if he cares though. Maybe I should ask him. Okay, you so know, we'll, I feel we'll, like we'll I should shelf ask him that. that. You know what? Okay. Can you give us the fairy tale answer if that's all right, and then we'll come back to the real answer some other day. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what the fairy tale answer is because nobody's like honestly ever really asked us that. So okay. I mean, okay. I mean, for I, I'm not against saying what it is, but let's just say I mean we're both from Queens. We both worked in media. Um, and he's been a big supporter, uh, you know, of through my like starting of my website and everything. So I like it. it's kind of spy stuff. It's kind of a little covert. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a lot less uh, juicy if we actually told you the truth. So. <laughs> yeah, you really. I mean, now you just laid it out there. People are gonna be like, they need to know. They want the truth. Everybody wants the truth. Well, okay. you know, nobody's ever asked. Nobody's ever like left a comment or you know tweeted at us or something asking us. So. Oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. Although, I think someone in my someone in my private life did ask me once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Like a boyfriend. Like, wait, whoa, huh? who's the smiley <laughs> character? Why he's? Why they call him smiley? Why is he smiling all the time? You making him happy? How you doing that? Blah blah blah. So yeah, a lot of questions, a lot of Q's and A's. Um, by the way, but I'm sorry, Loretta. Before we go on, I just want to let you know. You know, I wanted to kind of do this episode. Uh, you know, we're a little bit back on schedule because we just get backlog over here, man. There's just so much happening. Oh my God, things are flowing out of control. That's um, good. It's good. Uh, but we wanted to do something for. Um, well, we didn't want to do anything for Women's Day, but we want to talk about how women on social media kind of impact social media. And you know what? I I feel like you're the woman here <laughs> in the room <laughs> oh no uh, kidding obviously um you, you know what can can you talk about a little bit like how your experience is like because obviously you're around the same age as we all are right we're not the young young kids but we're not that old we kind of grew up around the internet right blowing up and stuff and then mm-hmm. changing to social media so you know especially you being in media and having a you know you you know you got a lot of stuff to talk about it's going to be a multi-step question but I was just wondering, how do you, how, you know, how's the transition been for you, you know, from being like probably growing up and thinking you're going to be a reporter for a newspaper to, you know, most of the, like, I feel like more real reporting is being done through social media in a sense, you know, breaking news is more likely to be caught on Twitter than it is to be caught anywhere else. So I'm going to answer this more as a reporter than as a woman. Yeah. 
um, because I actually don't. I mean, I think that social media is very important because so there's this concept that like the media is the fourth estate, right? It's like this entity that's meant to check the government and other public entities that are like official. So I mean. Idealistically, the media is supposed to be reporters running around doing investigations, catching those crooks, you know what I mean? Like looking out for the public. And more and more as media became commercialized, I think people trusted it a lot less. So then here comes social media where people are checking even the reporters with like live video and and giving their own commentary and stuff like that. And I think it democratizes information a lot. But I do not actually think that that is, quote unquote, real reporting. I actually think Mm. it's quite the opposite. I mean, there's a reason why... I mean, I guess a person could say that I'm biased, but I mean, I went to journalism school, not that I think that's a requirement, but I do think experience is required. And I think that like people need to understand what the difference between like something that someone just saw and they're interpreting it in their mind and they're tweeting it out versus someone sees something, they understand the difference between an assumption and reality and they go and they check it and they and they look up what's actually going on. They talk to all the parties involved and they objectively try to figure out and analyze what, what the truth is. That takes time. And time is not something that social media affords, unfortunately. So where I think everyone, including big media these days, is getting sucked into this like hole of speed. And it's like, and information is honestly like, there's a lot of it and there's a lot of garbage out there these days. Mm. Speed kills, that's for sure, man. I mean, you know, that's what I really admire about Dewan, right? Like Dewan's always talking about seeking the truth, and he's he's uh, he's always talking about the fact that you know we all do have perspectives, and sometimes since there really is, you know, how are you going to determine the truth? Truth, I think sometimes perspective, in a way, knowing that that's what you're getting, is really you know the story that you're going to have to accept, right? For for what we got, most of the time is yeah, we just getting a perspective from people, and that's it, and that's cool. You know, you yeah, that's why I love it. I mean, that's why I was like excited to talk to you guys today, like live instead of just like leaving voicemails in each other's like stations and stuff, because <laughs> <laughs> I think these discussions are important because it kind of lets stuff percolate. Like even if in the moment of the discussion, maybe you think one way, but then as soon as you hear somebody else talk about it, it gets you thinking even more. And it might be the next day or the day after that, that, you know, you realize like both sides or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, you uncover a little bit more. Um, I'm sure there's always, I always like peeking under the sheets. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> All so, right. So let's... Well, no, no, no. So yeah, that's the other problem. Like of part of that women in social media thing, like Dewan, you got to back me up on this or not back me up or kill me about this. You know, I hit that flirtation button a little too often. Uh, is that just an ill distraction for people? How you feel about it, or or it just depends on the person you're talking to. Are you talking to me or Dewan? I'm talking to both of you guys, but I, I feel like Dewan has, you know, I I want to I want to I want to get his male perspective on this before I feel totally bad about myself. <laughs> First off, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, it's a part of you know social networking, social apps, and not because you're you are socializing, and I guess some tend to. Uh, have a certain style of socializing more than so than others. And I think honestly, Mo Mac, you're okay. I think when it gets to the point when a person feels uncomfortable and I'm hearing from word of mouth that this person is a little too crazy, that's when it's kind of too much, but, uh, you know, it, it can happen. It can occur. Um, 
I honestly, it's it's I, I don't really do that sort of stuff anymore. So this is why this is an interesting topic, because, um, you know, at that point in time, like when we were talking about the flirting thing and whatnot, it was yeah. like a fun joke. But um, <laughs> as to now, my vision is different. But uh, it, it, I think in that in essence, it's, it's uh, you know, as long as it's not too crazy inappropriate makes a person feel awkward and you know they have to tell you to chill out or something like that i don't i don't really see too much wait of harm. so anchor changed and dewan changed also um in some aspects i kind of just a second oh it's gonna be good hi and we're back I man got- what the hell <laughs> is that not supposed to happen that is not supposed to happen i got a uh, I'll explain it later, but I had another app on my phone that's not supposed to be there, and I was getting calls from international people. I'm like, "Whoa!" and I couldn't stop. But anyway, uh, here we are. Here we are again. Yeah, my only option is to take the call, and I'm like, "Nah, I'm not going to be speaking German because I don't know. I don't know." Wait, you speak German? I don't speak German. Oh, okay. Don't be misled. <laughs> I can fake it though. I can fake a lot of languages. Believe me. We apologize to our German listeners out there. We apologize. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know what? I always forget that that is offensive to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Olga going to kick your ass. Oh, no. She Russian. She, she Russian. My bad. So she's going to kick my ass now. But that's exactly what I was thinking about. She's like, you're trying to do that Russian accent. It is not funny. <laughs> like, like I know it's not funny until you know yeah German I, I feel like they don't get made fun of enough so it's still okay but you know like if you were doing like an Indian accent or something <laughs> like that then then you then you're wrong right like then then it's bad but yes I believe uh, I was asked about did I change because of anchor and in a way I did um, I think it's two just phases I go through. One mode I can get into a little flirty mode with the females on anchor, but then it's like you know I'm just robotic and I don't really notice them after a while, and they mm. wonder what's going on. Mm. So, but yeah, you know I, I I like to I like to have a fun atmosphere at times. Most for the most part, sometimes I can get very dicey and hot, but um. Yeah, I think I've changed kind of for the better with 3.0. It kind of did make me go in a different direction in terms of, like, what I want to do uh, on the platform and whatnot. I mean, it's entertaining for sure if you're having a party, but if you want to be professional and really do a podcast and try to, you know, there's probably a time and a place for it, and it's probably not here. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. How about you, uh, Lori? What, what are your thoughts on the matter? On flirting on Anchor or yeah, on social media in general when somebody's trying to hit that inbox but not be in your inbox or in your outbox. Has it been a hindrance to you or is it just something that you kind of like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm cute, but let's move on. Well, <laughs> wait, wait. There's two things that work here. She's cute and she's the sex reporter. Okay, okay. Enough with the flattery. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Stop it now. But you know that sex reporter is like, you, that's going to attract a certain. Come but on. you can, exactly, you can imagine the kind of messages it yes. attracts. You know what I'm saying? Um, Actually, I was just talking about this with a girlfriend today because um, I follow this woman who's like kind of Instagram famous or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she posted, she took a screenshot of some guy, just some thirsty guy who was like trying to DM her. Right. And it's like the same kind of thing that you always see, especially celebrities. Um, And I'm not one, obviously, but it was like, oh, I wish I wish to have a wife like you one day and yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And she screenshots it. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm going to. That's Mushy Snuggle Bites, but donka donk. She's my main squeeze. Lady's got a gut full of dynamite and a. B- 
I'm so sorry. I pressed the wrong button. I was trying to disconnect a call. Oh, you won't max it. That's fine. You totally won't. My max bad. It. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. It's all right. We 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 we're good here. We're good here. Cool. Um, I don't remember what I was. Oh, I was talking about how the so this woman who got the DM she screenshot it right, um, and it's kind of like it was a very flattering DM, and it was just kind of corny that she. I, I was like, oh, you know, I I kind of like might want to unfollow this person now because it's just like the kind of stuff that we all get, and it's like the kind of flattery that you can't take seriously because you know these guys are just like spamming a hundred women every day. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why, I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Like, I just try to ignore it. But then you have to get those, like, really persistent ones who, like, think that somehow they're going to, like, wiggle their way into your life by just, like, saying random things. Like, you'll follow every picture and, like, make a very specific comment about the photo. Like, oh, I see that thing in the background. Are you into this? Or whatever. <laughs> and that shit gets mad creepy, like, fast. And then you and then you just, like, don't really know how to get rid of them. Wasn't I commenting about something in the background in one of your photos? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Mac, is different with you because I, I, first of all, I know you're not serious because you're happily married and because I kind of know you, like, even though I never met you, but I feel like I do know you. Shouty, you the best. You the, you the best. You know, so, it's just, like, funny. You see, you've met a thousands of me in your life, right? Now. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, the light in that one frame and, sh- oh, no, she's talking about me. All right. Oh, no, no, no. I wasn't I talking about, I'm talking about, like, complete strangers who first of all they they always open with these like existential questions like they're trying to be deep like oh like what do you what is the meaning of the sex reporter like you know i'm trying to be i don't know and and i just like i i mean in a lot of cases because i'm trying to be professional you know what i'm saying so i send them like my press release about the website and they're like oh wow that's so interesting and they try to change the subject and they'll just try to hit you from every angle until they get something and I guess I think men try that because sometimes it works. Um, but, you know, for a lot of us, it probably won't ever. <laughs> do you think try no. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I'm sure they'll try every angle. But do you think the same stuff works on everybody in the same way or, or there's variation? I, I guess it's all different, yeah. I mean, you know, I think, like, it's weird. You know what social media creates? It creates kind of, like, a fandom culture where people become, even if it's, like, not a celebrity, right? And you you start getting obsessed with, like, the image of a person, and you think, like, I must have this person. Like, somehow I connect with this person. And Mm -hmm. of the billions of people in the world, people get, like, very fixated on, you know, a handful of people, and they'll just do anything to get with them, and it comes off desperate and shit, you know? But yep. it's like it's silly because you don't really know that person. You're just looking at the pictures that they choose to post on their Instagram or whatever. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's never sexy when when somebody's like really, really desperate. You know, that's. Never but like I said, if they keep, I mean, the number of guys doing this, I, people have argued with me about this, but the number of guys I see doing this, I just feel like it must work sometimes somehow. Like some women must be responding to this, right? Right. Even if it's giving a little like a crumb or two, like maybe they're not actually, you know, whatever, but they're just giving them a little like response, leading them on a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They into crumbs. Yeah, no, they into crumbs. Yeah, there's definitely some guys out there into crumbs. And that's that's all, you know, that's all they know they're going to get. So that's It's that. If I was a coach, you know how they have those like pickup artist communities? Mm hmm. And all they do is like try to teach men how to like manipulate women and stuff like that. Like. I actually, um, I actually talked to a woman who, who does, has this channel called like what, or like she has a podcast called what women want or something. And her whole, all of her topics are like how to get a woman to say hello at a bar, how to get, you know what I mean? Stuff like mm-hmm. that. And 
she asked me a bunch of questions. She's like, well, how, how does a guy pick up an Asian woman? And you know that shit is oh, like damn. a pet peeve, right? <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> so, but, you know, I tried to be polite. I didn't go right. off on the Asian thing. Right. But I did say, I was like, listen, if a girl is not interested in you, my number one advice is to just fucking give up. Like, move on to the next one. Life is too fucking short. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody's supposed to like you. I don't know. Maybe I'm too idealistic. No, you're right. No, you're right. Not everybody's supposed to like you. You're simple. You know, you're right to the point. That's how, that's how I know that you keep it real. You're just like, hey, listen, not everybody's going to like you. Move on. Get over it. Bye. You know? And- yeah. I- I think too like how you said you pointed out that you're trying to be professional you know the sex reporter you want to field questions comments as you as they come but as you as you said you know sometimes you got to filter out the guys who are just using that as an angle to talk with you and be like sex reporter that's some freaky shit huh you're like okay block (laughs) you want to know the truth like I mind those guys less than the guys who think they're slick and try to be like you know what I'm talking about because like the guys who are just dumb i mean whatever you know those guys are like i said probably copying and pasting like of like weird comments on like a thousand girls instagram yeah, right. like every day and then there's the guys who are just like somehow like there's i mean uh I, I probably shouldn't single a person out but there is a specific person who took it upon himself to like message me almost every day for weeks oh and, yeah and just and and i started i at first i responded professionally and he was obviously just trying to get a different angle so after a while i just let it go because i was like i don't have time for this like i mean i just don't you know i can't answer every single message so especially when the messages are like i mean it started it got progressively like weirder at first it was like oh asking me about my website and then it was like so because you know i don't know if you guys know but i have this other instagram that's just for the website where i post like um erotic art yeah, no, I'm, okay. a, I'm afraid I followed that. You're <laughs> yeah. afraid? You should, you should be proud, Momad. Yeah, man, be proud, <laughs> I know, man. I know. I, I felt like I was out of my element. I was like, damn, what she's not about you looking for? Momad's like, try, <laughs> Momad's like low-key has this image that like he's a prude or something. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Yo, I'd be like, yo, how's Instagram doing up in the... <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. oh, I gotta, t- I gotta turn this angle a little bit, you know. It's a little too erotic for the meetings we have. But anyway, anyway, it, <laughs> that's it's true. Actually- it's not exactly safe for work. I will say that, but no. it is artistic it, enough. At least I would yes. like to think it's artistic enough that it's not like it somebody be like, oh, you're watching porn. You know what I mean? So. Um, no, guys would be thinking just that, but you know, it so, is artistic though. It actually is really nice art. Thank you. I mean, it's credit to all the artists that I like repost, but um, yeah, but, but you I curate, mean, so that's important. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of Instagram accounts do this, but you know, the, the weird thing is that, and I'm going to do a story about this probably. Silicon Valley is like super prudish, so a lot of their accounts get shut down for like silly things because people report them and stuff like that. And it's like, oh. really, you know, I mean, if you if you From saw it, Valley? it's like this is definitely not crazy X-rated stuff. I mean, it is X-rated, I guess, but it's not like inappropriate, you know. But um, oh, it's not damn. like. Uh, so is it those computer nerds, or, or is it because they have to be, you know, they have to cater to a different demographic, you know, like investors and shit like that? And there's, you know, some some kind of there's a level of. Um, I don't know Republicanism that goes with that. You know what I mean? Well, there's this really interesting story. I think it was actually in the Wall Street Journal 
about how um, basically they have these content filters. They're actual people. So anytime somebody posts and Facebook owns Instagram. So anytime somebody posts, especially like ads on Facebook, it actually gets screened by a human being. And they have this like army of people who just get paid, like I think by the hour or something like that. to like look at like vile, like images that get reported or advertisements that are about to go up every single day. And they get exposed to all kinds of crazy stuff like violence, like politically charged stuff, whatever. And for some reason, like the default, like for some reason, like Silicon Valley just thinks like sex is the worst thing of all. Like, you know, they'll let any almost anything pass because we've seen all this crazy stuff on social networks. But, you know, sex gets blocked. Yeah, well, so, that's America for you. You know what? It's, it's a Christian Bible Belt sort of thing. And they have a lot of power, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't understand why they don't just have like, um, you know, rated profiles. Like if you're going to post explicit content, let you do it, but then just filter out the people who, you know, say that they're under 18 or whatever. I just, I, I don't know why they don't do that. They just want to cleanse their platform for advertisers, I guess. Yeah, I know Twitter kind of has a looser policy than uh, the Instagrams and Facebooks of the world. Yeah. That's why, like, um, adult actors and actresses, like, are there a lot of them are on Twitter because right. it's, like, more free. Yeah. Um, oh, but the reason why I brought it up is because this dude, like, messaged me on that Instagram with, like, the artist, stuff like that. And he's like, oh, my ex-girlfriend was an artist and um, I wanted, um, like, she, she painted me or something like that. <laughs> oh, and, no. And can I send it to you? And I was like, well, yeah, sure. Like, I'll take a look at it. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. why not? Right. Um, but then he kept like giving me the details like okay but I gotta contact her and I haven't talked to her and she's gotta like find it and then I've gotta like you know just let me know if you might be interested I was like dude just send it to me you know what I mean like if you want me to consider it just send it like I don't know what else to say yeah but he kept like messaging about it meet you in person for that shit Uh yo (laughs) he he messaged so much about I mean I probably shouldn't even talk about this because I mean if he ever finds this episode he's gonna be offended I mean I'm not trying to offend him but you know there's like there's like a certain there's a certain like limit you know what I'm saying like, like it's okay to ask if I'll consider it, but don't like berate me about it as if I got nothing else to do. So. Right, right, right. Well, to his credit, like, he has not sent it. So, oh, all right. I don't think one exists. I think he's trying to locate an artist. See what he was trying to—he was trying to get you on the Jedi mind trick. He's like, "Well, you know what? Here's the real picture. You can just pay, paint me. Here you go." <laughs> It's like trying to send. He's trying to send a nude. Like trying to find a fancy way to send a nude. That's a that's a smart. They getting clever, but no, I'm not saying that's what's going on. (laughs) Well, not clever enough. The artistic dick pic filter. We need to add that up. We need to add that up. That's a new. That's gonna be a new trend. What female kid? Why? Why would a female get mad if it's artistic looking? You know what I mean? Hey, you know I will say this. If somebody sent me like an artistic or like a humorous dick pic, I would find that funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I don't know. I'm not as offended by dick pics as most people are. But like, I mean, in general, they're not. The, they're not a good move. I'm just trying to figure. Like, I mean, if a guy dressed up his dick like in a costume, I'm sorry, okay. but that shit would be funny. All right, penguin dick. I like Guys, that. take notes. Take notes. We can't do these same old dick pics anymore. We got to go into the That's new right. world now. Guys who are doing the same old dick pics, just stop. Like, it's not doing anything for you. That's right. Oh, man. We're going to have, like, them uh, dick pics. All right. We, you know, whatever the Muppets are going all over the place. I love it, though. I love it. See, that's what that woman needed to get from you. That uh, how to pick up uh, a <laughs> 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 right. 
I, you know, I posted this about this somewhere. Oh, you know what it was? I was doing a video on this. I haven't finished it yet. Where I was asking women about what they really think of dick pics. And I went on Reddit to kind of poll people. Because Reddit's great. Like, people will say mm-hmm. anything because it's anonymous. And yeah. people got really heated. Like, usually people are very open-minded. Like, well, maybe some people are just like this or like that. And, like, people were just like, only assholes send dick pics. Like, you know, uh... it's just a violation. Whatever, whatever. And, I mean... I agree. It's like it's unsolicited, so it's kind of annoying. Like if you don't want right. to see someone's dick, but also it's like, eh, I mean, the guy's an exhibitionist. It didn't kill you to see his dick, and usually, like, the photos aren't even that great, so he's not doing himself any favors. You know what I right. mean? So, Definitely I don't not. know. See, that's the scary part about it, man. I've seen how people take pictures, just selfies, regular, like the one you in a class by yourself, man. You got that selfie game good, man. Oh, my selfies are carefully orchestrated. Make it right! <laughs> <laughs> regular people take shitty ass bad lighting selfies. And let's face it, guys. 90% of y'all dicks ain't fucking porn ready. So do yourself a favor. <laughs> Learn some technique. I'm a, yeah. You know what? I got an idea for a class. Not that I've ever taken a dick pic, but you know what? That Romanian sausage <laughs> named Dewan. That's it. We go. We go with it. We're taking a new a new a- anchor name coming to a station near you. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to verbally describe that in the podcast, but we can work it out. We'll figure it something. Out. You should. Oh my but, god. Oh my god. You just gave me a video idea. You know how, like, everyone on YouTube does these, like, how to make a good YouTube video, and they talk about lighting and shit? We Uh should do, like, a parody where we're doing dick pics. (laughs) Great, Lori. I will not be the dick pic. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to be the But you would have to have, like, do the eggplant. So show the eggplant instead of the dick. You know, so it can... Hey, there you That's go. That's it, Dewan, the eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still tripping. I remember Lori on your station when, uh, damn, what's his oh name? Sopper Britt. Sopper oh, Britt yeah. was like, why is it an eggplant? Why can't it be a banana? Like, oh, man, <laughs> it got to be an eggplant, bro. Yeah, he got heated about that eggplant. <laughs> I'm sorry, the banana might have to be Asian, you know? <laughs> what was the argument, though? Was it because of the size? I guess he uh, thought it was such an ugly thing to, to ugly for it to be, and I don't know. I mean, girth, eggplants aren't it's ugly. Purple, it's purple, it's smooth. <laughs> it's, just, it's just silly to me. It's just funny seeing the eggplant emoji. Like, who was the first person to use it? Like, they deserve some type of metal or something i will say it's very natural i think like first of all when i first discovered emojis i was late to the game because i'm not like 19 years old and (laughs) i was like texting with a guy and i was just trying to figure out like what the sexy emojis could be since like i even googled like erotic emojis i couldn't write anything right yeah you know so you do want to like you're tempted and i'm sorry but the eggplant looked the best for the job If you said an eggplant and a peach, nobody's gonna misunderstand you. Exactly. They will I don't care how old the lady is, she'll be like, oh no, this is a little inappropriate for me. So (laughs) very unprofessional, Momac. 
Uh, you know what? That I think is my ne- next new name, Super Unprofessional Momad. That should be the next. I'm gonna just name myself the Unprofessional. Fucking what happened? Was it the Germans again? Uh, it was no Germans <laughs> this time. It was the Max <laughs> in New York City. I'm driving. Over, I'll tell you what. Let's be honest. I'm driving to pick up Mickey. I got the uh, one device with the recording of the external audio. I got this thing, but I like just cut through Central Park. And I was like, oh, it's so juicy. And unfortunately, I think for Duan, um, um, if this thing cuts out here, me being the recording source. Yeah. It's like, I don't get your audio at all. <sighs> you know, since if you don't have like an ex- external recording going, it's like, I don't have your audio at all. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bummer. But you know what is kind of cool that you and Lori could be talking and having your own conversation while I'm, you know, but the weird thing is, in this version, Anchor 3, by the way, it doesn't come back. Like, we've done this a few times with Anchor uh, 2, and it seemed like that always picked back up at some point. But here, once I lose you guys, you're gone forever. So mm-hmm. I really miss y'all. I really miss y'all, but it's it's kind of... But you know what? Let's let's bring this back to social um, and Anchor a little bit. Like, I, I kind of feel that... Like, how do you how do you feel about anchor and how you're using it Lori like just for you personally right because you seem like you have a, a brand set up right the sex report and you're probably going that way right unfortunately we never hear smiley but I figure you guys are a team and stuff like that on anchor so how do you see that playing out um so anchor well, I, I I got on anchor with the intention of being of it being like the place where people could call in potentially <clears throat> But it ended up being like nobody who's not already on Anchor like will download the app to call in. <laughs> so I actually tweeted at Anchor the other day and was like, hey, why don't you guys add like an 800 number or something so like non-Anchor users can actually call into Anchor Station. Um, oh, that's a good idea. It that's would be cool because then it'd be like a real radio station. And then on the podcast, I could be like, hey, call, you know, this number. And then you can basically be featured on the on the um, site. And I don't think that would be hard to set up from a tech- technology standpoint. But anyway. I mean, uh, but Anchor turned out to be unexpectedly fun on its own. So it's like I enjoyed talking to you guys and like, you know, a core group of like people who were always calling in and stuff. So it ended up being, you know, topics would randomly come up. And I think I got, you know, a lot of material for inspiration for future things. But the podcast itself is different. So you guys may probably haven't listened to it, but it's basically like me and Smiley talking about a specific topic. And it's it's what I think people like about it, which it's not like we have a huge audience, but the people who have given us feedback, I think they like the balance of like Smiley being over the top and like just saying things like without caring about what he's responsible for saying and me being like, you know, the balanced viewpoint or whatever. And so we'll talk about things and we keep it short. We do like 20, 30 minutes tops. Um, and that's, oh, really? okay. yeah, and that's like, that's like, uh, sort of the entertainment <clears throat> portion of the brand that I'm building. So it all kind of funnels back into the sex reporter. The sex reporter is like the main place where everything lives, but I've got obviously the YouTube channel, which is a little more casual than article. And then the podcast, which is like pure entertainment. It's not journalism at all, you know? Okay. So Lori, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. With um your with your anchor experience or whatnot, has it enhanced um the podcast that you do with Smiley? Have you noticed some listeners from Anchor have went over to I think you use SoundCloud, right? That's like one of the main places you do that do it at? Yeah, so SoundCloud is like where I host it and then you sort of like list it on iTunes and Google. Oh, and stuff. right, right. 
so um, I think, and I get, I think I get like a balance. Uh, judging from the data, I think it's pretty balanced, like where the sources are. Um, and iTunes is still great. Like for people to discover you, I think they're still doing that on iTunes actually. Um, oh, okay. But uh, which which is good because I think Anchor publishes on iTunes if you're publishing if you guys are publishing that way. Um, right. Yes. But. That's- but it's, I haven't, you know, a lot of people have not left Anchor, which is kind of like, was kind of my, my uh, issue with Anchor. I think, Zawan, you and I had a conversation about this, about how, like, it would be great to have passive listeners, like, be able to listen to the content, not mm-hmm. just people who are, like, active in the Anchor community, because it's such an extra thing to, like, devote your time to, like, waking up every day and listening to your, all your Anchor people, you know Right, what I mean? right. So, and some people just kind of want to listen to a specific person or whatever. I mean, in the end, I was only listening to like three, four stations top. Right. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I get on, I always go to the one first, no matter who else. Is there. Same. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. And then a, a, a few others and that, you know, that's it. And then, you know, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Right. Like it, it's, you just don't have time for everybody else and stuff. Right. And it's a different thing that so yeah right. that all happens right? and podcast I like the fact that different. yes that's what I was going to go to like how are you know because they're consuming it differently right they're they're like a whole nother genre and is, is there any crosstalk like do you see people that show up on your IG on your anchor on you know on on YouTube you know across or is it just specific audience for a specific channel because it seems like that could be the thing too yeah I think it's I think it's different audiences for sure I mean Anchor, it's not like I'm so successful on Anchor or anything, so it's not like I would know, Dewan would know this better, but I feel like the demographics of Anchor are, like, uh, probably, like, skew older than YouTube, I would say. Um, yeah, and, sure. and so people are definitely discovering my content in different ways. That's why I also have the website where, like, everything is aggregated. And then, like, Instagram is, like, a whole other audience, you know what I'm saying? So, um, it's like, diff- it's like, think of, I-, I think of it as like different window or different, like, you know, channels that are all feeding into the same thing, which is like one brand, uh, for lack of a better term, I don't like to think about people as brands, but you know, now I want your thoughts on this, Lori, cause I've been thinking about this lately. What I have started doing lately is I have stopped cross promoting. So like when I'm on Instagram, I'm just on Instagram. It has nothing to do with anchor. I've since removed my stuff from anchor. And do you think that's a great way to go about it, to have this like IG, we're doing IG shit and YouTube is going to be YouTube shit. Or do you find that um, if you cross pollinate that you get more traffic on here than there because sometimes i feel like ig people don't fucking care about anchor you know i can tell them a million times but they rather would would see the shit that i'm doing right there they don't care about going over here to listen to me talk for 50 minutes they just want to see that minute clip video and that's it yeah i would test the waters i mean for me i've also seen very limited interest crossover interest but it depends right Mm -hmm. so like from instagram to anchor almost well, actually, I don't think I've promoted Anchor on Instagram at all, but I have promoted it like on Twitter, and I get very little engagement that way. Right. Um, uh, I did. Right, I yeah. think like I think I tweeted an Anchor link to an episode once, and I got like two listens from the web or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was not very strong. But that said, Twitter in general is like a good catch-all because like for my website, my my stats spike every time I tweet something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, um, and it also depends on the tweet. So I think Anchor has that barrier to entry because people got to download an app 
um, or you know listen to it that when they when you go to the anchor website it kind of looks scary because you looks like you're committing yourself to something <laughs> right um, yeah <laughs> so it's a little harder and then people and then I think like the Instagram audience you're probably right I mean they just don't want to leave Instagram they're just on Instagram all day so I, yeah, I they're scrolling they're like yo I'm scrolling that's it you got 10 seconds boom next 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 <laughs> and that's by design right I mean Facebook yeah. ideally wants to keep everyone on a Facebook property at all times they don't want right. to leave, which is super annoying because now like when I click on articles in Facebook which is like the only reason why I even go on Facebook I can't see the article in Safari like in my in my browser it's so annoying you know oh um, wow but that's what they want you to do they want to they're like, trapping us little by little <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Smart business move, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you watch YouTube, but YouTube's doing the same thing. Like if you it used to be like if you um clicked on a link in a description box, it would take you to a website and it would like take you out of YouTube and the video would stop. But now um a pop up opens on YouTube and you can go to the website while the video's still playing. Ah interesting. Mm-hmm. It's all like part of their diabolical plan. <laughs> Yeah, no, there are, there are definitely plans in how, you know, how the marketing factors in, you know, because they say the most effective, really the most effective type of, um, you know, marketing or, or, or stuff like that is subliminal and it's like product placement, right? Mm-hmm. You see James Bond in whatever it is, you know, like has to be the cool character, like cigarettes have been that way for however long. It's like mm-hmm. kind of ban them out of films, right? Because them shits will kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's part of, that's really it. I think, you know, seeing cool people who you want to be like doing cool stuff with cool things, you're going to, you know, you're going to want to use that stuff. So, yo, I have just, spent so much money on Instagram. It's ridiculous. Like, you, you know, like those advertisements that pop up on Instagram, like in your feed. Oh, oh, oh you, you gave in to a couple of them. You're I like, mean, I they're like so yeah. perfectly tailored to right, like the right. aesthetic that you like. They know everything and, that you search yes. for. <laughs> they just know. Yeah, I hate to admit this. They fucking do know because I downloaded a couple of video apps because of them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, that's how they yeah. get you. They I don't do even see you. video apps on my Instagram. You know what I get? Right. I get like clothing, like overpriced oh. clothing. You know what I'm saying? Jewelry, oh, nice. Um, nice. t-shirts, like graphic t-shirts and like wall art and shit like that. that's what's so scary about like the instagrams and the youtubes because like youtube is like i can't lie to youtube youtube knows me completely like it's like you like this video duan sit your ass down like okay all right you got something right (laughs) yeah you're right like when i especially like because it's like the word of mouth it's like the ultimate word of mouth you're seeing what you what people are doing what is going on here (laughs) what the hell is this <laughs> Do we lose Momak? No, I'm him? here. I'm here. I'm just quiet. Uh, First time, I'm just breathing and not saying anything. That's all. I heard like some voice message thing. I'm still hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Somebody calling me. Wait, Momak, you don't hear it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh my god, you're the professional of the decade, Momak. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear nothing, yo. I, it's quiet. gone now. Yeah. It's probably oh, recording us. Shorty, you the best. You the you the best. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They start putting that little code in there to get people to want to buy more of them damn things. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a uh, Echo, any of those devices? I do, but that should kind of creep me out. I mean, like, I mean, I understand that I give up a certain amount of privacy, but um, I my my general thinking is like, uh if amazon's just trying to sell me shit like i can i can handle that right 
invasion. But Google is like just trying to sell my life, which is a little scarier to me. Um, so that's why I kind of stick to iOS when I can. And I'm like, you know, Gmail is enough. They already know enough about me. You know what I'm saying? So now I, I've been I've been pondering about getting one of those like Echo Dots or whatever you talk to it and stuff. How do you use it on the like? Do you use weather and stuff? Is, is that yeah. how you kind of? I check the weather like five times a day <laughs> right? <laughs> and I use it and I got a bunch of smart plugs so I can turn my lights in different oh, rooms on and off. Next um, level shit. Yeah. I mean, the smart plugs are, are great because, you know, if you get one of those, this is a trick. So if you get those like lighting systems, they're mad expensive because you have to get like a hub and then you got to get like smart light bulbs and then put the smart light bulbs in every lamp. Right. And it's like it's, like, it's going to cost hundreds of dollars. So what I did was I got a bunch of plugs. And you just program, you just plug the light into the plug, or it could be anything. I also have my air conditioning unit plugged into one. And then you just program it with a name, and you can be like, turn on the air conditioning, and the air conditioning comes on. Oh, um, so, okay, so you found a workaround that, that's effective. Yeah, yeah, and I only have one actual smart light bulb that changes, like, a million different colors or something. And that's, like, kind of cool for, you know, like, a date night or something like that. You'd be like, Alexa, turn the living room pink. Watch the living right now. Oh, uh, yeah. You. Yeah, she's going to be scaring them <laughs> dudes when they get over. Like, oh, shit, they got the future lights in here. Okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, dick pic lighting. You going to pull one of them books off the shelf and shit? You going to turn around? Damn. Yo, I want to just pause for a minute and just be real for a second with mm-hmm. Lori. I'm just going to be real, Lori. I'm actually, honestly, I'm actually really surprised that you get guys hitting you up like that. Because I think it's a bluff. Knowing that you're the sex reporter, no shit. If it was me, and let's just let's just be real, right? I see Lori, she's cute, blah, blah. We're talking somehow. I, I fake her out and go into a date. And then she tells me she's the sex reporter. Dude, I would die a lot inside because I'd be like... Oh my God! I'm so not ready for this. You know what I mean? Like, I would be so afraid. You're gonna be evaluated. Everything yes. you do. Stepping into the ring. That's funny. I would kind of. I was kind of imagining that guys. You know, there are a lot of guys out there who um, would probably judge you and think like, "Oh, you must be like really freaky or something like that." Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, no, and but but in my mind, it. in my mind, I'm just like, well, if a guy thinks I'm like super freaky and that turns him off then i don't really care about him anyway you know what i mean right, I don't right. um although i will say like the misconception the, the thing that i get heated about is like on dating apps right where people mm-hmm. start asking me what i do and then i tell them and then they start asking me like they start making all these assumptions about me they're like oh well you must you know be like really whatever i i don't know i actually can't remember what it is that people said but it was like you know you must get around and shit like basically the implication being like i must be the sex reporter because i'm like over sex or something right. and it's not it's actually i'm actually like kind of conservative in that i would say like not like purposefully conservative like i'm not open-minded but i haven't done a lot of stuff like i'm not that adventurous you know what i'm saying um and like i also don't have like a crazy high number and i don't like to tell it because i don't want people to think that it's bad to have a high number but like yeah that's another good point that's a great point you know because like on the other side right you gotta you feel like you want to empower women and you're a woman being you know doing the sex reporter part yeah. of things right you're you're having that angle and then it's almost like you're you're stigmatized for it and that's like have, ha, ha, 
like I guess you're talking about how you're dealing it with it on sex. I mean, sex apps. Dating apps. Sorry, slip for the lip. <laughs> I think I think it's important to have like a voice that's more quote unquote normal, if that's even a thing. Because right. there is like a lot of there is actually sex content out there, but it's very niche. Like it's like. Um, like I actually just did this collaboration with this woman who runs like a artistic pornographic magazine called Matt magazine. Um, and her magazine's awesome. You know, it's like very inclusive. There's all types of like, um, like any type of sexuality is represented and it's like real sex workers contributing their own stuff. It's like great. Um, but it's also the type of thing where like o- the only people probably who would go out and like actively seek out that type of publication is like someone who's super, super into like, being committed to being open-minded if that makes sense and not everybody is mm. like some people are just trying to fuck you know what i mean like yeah or some mm-hmm. people are just trying to you know see something sexy or whatever so um i think that like it helps to have like a more quote-unquote normal you know person that's saying like hey i'm just like everybody else and yet i don't think it's bad to talk about sex or to like look at sexual images you know what i mean yeah, because uh, a lot of people, you know, are misinformed on sex yeah. and the body and anatomy and stuff like that. So it's great that you have that voice that, you know, because I've seen you work your magic even on Anchor. Uncle Ridge, <laughs> you turned him overnight from Can I fruit, tell you? so now he just is open <laughs> to talk about it. So it's effective and it's, and it's appropriate and mature conversation and dialogue. It's not creepy and you know it's it's been a lot of great combos you've uh brought to the table just on anchor alone can we talk about how amazing that transformation was when he yes i was like talking about my business (laughs) i don't kiss and tell i think he said yeah yeah uh uh-huh and then he'd be going into the stories on his station i'm like oh man how did i miss this station you know yes and can i say his his opinions are like very conversation starting they're very like right i love it i love it because because he will provide you with like his how he actually thinks because you know sometimes you can get that right where people say what you they you know they're gonna say you know they'll give you that safe answer but he'll give you like i I actually think women don't belong or something something like that he'll say yeah crazy ass thing and and i'm (laughs) like oh man here we go but it's 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 good because it starts the conversation in ways where you know a lot of people like i said they just We'll say something safe just to agree, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's cool. To, it's cool to agree if you actually agree, but sometimes people can be a little passive, and you know they kind of that's how they get their numbers. They they right. they're likable yeah. by everyone, but they almost have nothing to say to anyone besides you know, oh, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And that's lame. That's lame, right? Yeah, if they're just agreeing. It's it's yeah. I really love the fact that it's authentic. It comes from a real place, and you know what? Honestly, only somebody like Lori could do it because I can't see a guy being quote unquote a sex reporter. That would just be creepy, right? Like you could never see a guy <laughs> doing that. <laughs> right? Well, like, it's Lori it, come on now. She is great at what she does, you know. She um, is, but I think being a woman is very disarming at that too. Because you know what you want you you're okay opening up to her. Like women are okay opening up to her and guys are too. Like me and you the one I ain't if I was the sex reporter asking you shit come on now let's be real you ain't talking to me about I mean about real talk like as a journalist no matter what I cover there are certain stereotypes that definitely work to my advantage like yeah. when I looked really young um people assumed that I was like dumb you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and they would like just tell me things and patronize me and I didn't care I was like all right whatever and then eventually the conversation would go somewhere you know what I mean like it, it's like you said it's very disarming and the mm-hmm. same thing is because because I'm a woman and because I'm Asian I actually one time when I was working for the daily news or Newsday, I don't remember which one um I went to the home of a family whose daughter was like 
and like she was in some kind of scandal um having to do with like daycares um and like a kid dying in daycare or something Ooh. and they yeah it was but you know it was like one of those like really co- complicated things where like obviously everybody was out for her head but you know she's obviously a human being too you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. we went out to talk to her family to like get an idea of who she is and all this other, other stuff and i'm standing across the street and the, the father came out he's like get the fuck off my property blah blah, blah. i'm gonna call the police but you know like you can only kick a person off your actual property. You can't actually kick them off of a public street. So we were just like standing in a row, like all the reporters from all the different newspapers, like waiting for them to come out so, right. so we could have a chance to talk to them. And then at one point, the dad comes out and he points at me at my face and he goes, you come over here. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. So I walk up to him and he's like, listen to me. I was in the Korean War. And I know you people. You people are trustworthy. Oh, oh. <laughs> but you just are like, oh, all right. We I was like, I mean, I'm an intern, so I'll take it. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and like the guy talked to me. Awkward, <laughs> so, but effective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh you got to use the tools that you're given sometimes. Yep. You know what? Sometimes, it, you know what? It, it's funny, but it was kind of a good, kind of a good stereotype. In a, whatever. It worked. It worked. Oh my. I mean, Another thing I wanted to say, too, about you, Lori, that I, I find a great quality is that you don't run from, like, the confrontation. I think a lot of people sometimes when things get a little too heated or, you know, uh, like, like you handled I, I can't remember the guy's name you guys went back and forth about something but you handled it in a very because he thought you were a man bashing i guess or something to that degree oh yeah i remember that <laughs> and you handled it so well like me i would have went off and it would have turned into some charlemagne the god type of situation well, i scenario. actually think that you do pretty well with those confrontations but maybe because i just find it entertaining <laughs> to like listen to and you know i'd be calling in like three times in a row like trying to back you up like hey listen Right, right. Yeah, I, th- I think you, I think you handle yourself quite well, and I think you kind of are a great catalyst to that convo. Like you know, like like with with Reggie. Like sometimes, uh, not that we can watch her, but um, like Coffee Black. Sometimes he'll say something, and I'm like, oh, Coffee Black, what you? But you'll turn it into a great convo, and I'm like, okay, I, I see what you did there. Good job. Wow. You know what I want to what what I want to go to, and I think I'm fortunate. I might have to. I'm gonna have to end on this because I am picking up my wifey, wifey, and she goes. Have you guys had her on the show yet? Hell no! She's like infamous on Anchor at this point. Yes, she is. What? That's a dream guest. (laughs) Oh no! Nah, Mickey ain't doing that. She'd be like, (laughs) and I'll get my ass beat. But what? What I wanted to want to talk about with all this thing about combo guys. You know what's crazy to me? Check this out. You know what's crazy to me? The fact that I just went to this conference and we had a speaker come up there and he was talking about how communication is like 93% body language. And I know we're using our bodies right now, but we're not seeing that body language. Do you think that body language comes through through a conversation in your voice and words? Because it feels like words might not even or maybe they are important. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? About choosing I your words? I think tone is important. I think if tone. we were having this conversation like in text, it would be totally different. Right, right. That tone tone makes up for it. I think in a way tone. like you're saying with body language, I think also within your personality. 
it kind of shapes words in different ways. So yeah. sometimes, like with me, I'll get that a lot from people. They'll say, oh, you you act like you're this big, bad guy, but you have kids. You're just so... And I'm like, no, I'm not the big, bad. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but that's what that's the how I can yeah, come but, off to some people. You know, That I'm might not, be some racism right there, though, just saying. Yeah, yeah it might be just a little bit. <laughs> I always like to show them the kids too. Like, see, I ain't a troll. Look, look at my kids. Now <laughs> I got to talk shit too. about you again. <laughs> it's a, but yeah, I think um, that does uh, the the way in which how you use the words is kind of who what matters most. You know, who who's well, using them. Have you noticed that a couple times between us? We've had to explain our tone. Even tone sometimes doesn't get the message across. Like, there are a couple times where I said something and I sounded heated, but I wasn't. Right, right, right. You know, because I just talk kind of aggressive sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, right. you bite. You, you, you aggressive guys, <laughs> you are so awesome. And that is it for Momac. What I could do is I'll let y'all go on on your own self, but I am bowing out at this point. Well, why don't we do like a part two at some point? Yeah, yeah. Y'all feel like a part two? Yeah, I'm ready for a part two. I'm down. Right. It's always fun to talk to you guys. Okay. Yeah, this was fun. All right. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. With all the technical difficulties, maybe part two. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, guys. Good night and have a great one. Okay. All bye. right. Good night.